Sports talk conversations with a good laugh mixed in. This is the Sports Talk with Bedford and Ashby podcast from Double T 97.3. All right. Hey, out on the patio, 123rd slide road for the very best in patio furniture. And they've got the stuff that uh, when it gets colder, you still, they've got the heaters and all the other stuff that goes with it. It is the store. Great time of year to be out on your patio. No question about it. Tom's Tree Place. And, you know, I noticed uh, out at at the Fancy Country Club, as Gary calls it, they're planting all. All these different plants now. There's plants that you plant when it's cold, and Tom's Tree Place knows exactly what to do and how to do it. They are experts at the business of Scarborough family. Stop in and see them at 34th and Slide. Fuddruckers are here in Lubbock at 55th and Slide Road, and also down in Midland, the Midland Park Mall, and in the Music City Mall in Odessa. And by the way, Ranch House is not uh, going to be open anymore starting today. It's still going to be the facility they use for all their catering, but the catering business for Fuddruckers has just exploded. Yeah. And so if you're looking for caterers, they do small groups, thousands of people, whatever you need. Fuddruckers is the name to know. And Radio Lab, that's Jeff Griffith, Jeff Love, uh, just a wonderful place 75 years can you believe that wow 75 years in the business and they've got the top brand names and appliances and tvs that you're looking for right there at 4902 50th street rick dox is here i guess i said mattress mike yeah what what is that show with the male strippers that's magic mike wasn't it magic mike i think that's right yeah you got it on dvd mattress mike and and magic mike mixed up it's mattress mac is that right mattress mac yeah Okay. As many times as you've watched that stripping show, Gary, I'm surprised you'd get that. <laughs> no, I've never actually watched it. I just knew that it existed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we understand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, anyway, uh, back, back to Mattress Mac. Rick actually Tell her, knows A lot of people don't know who Mac. it is. They have no idea. His name's Jim McElvain. Oh. It's his name. He He's a guy in Lubbock, or uh, excuse me, Houston, Texas. And I, there's a great story about that. When, when I was at Rice University... And I was a graduate assistant living in a, you know, a efficiency roach-infested apartment <laughs> down there. We had saved our money, and the first piece of furniture that we bought uh, as a married couple, me, myself, and Shelly, was we bought a fold-out couch. So if people came and stayed with us, you know, we had a place for them to go. And and so we, we'd been watching a guy on TV, and I kind of just fell in love with the guy on TV. It was kind of really seemed like a great guy and kind of getting his business started and so it was gallery furniture but the first furniture store he had was off of highway 75 and it was a circus tent but it the floor was a i mean he didn't have a floor it was a parking lot so he had the circus tent and the furniture underneath the circus tent and he had it on blocks because while we were there it started raining and so the water's just running down the hill and the furniture hit on blocks and but his his slogan was if you buy it from him they deliver it that night and so you know we ended up going late uh, as I got home from work one night and and we bought it and he delivered it like at 1130 on a Friday night and oh my god yeah and that was what they did and he used to say I'll deliver it in an unmarked truck so you don't have to be ashamed that you bought it from us <laughs> Is that right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll just save you money and you won't have to you won't have to be ashamed of your neighbors but he's just a great guy well yeah he, he's uh, he's endured he's himself huge now yeah oh well he has a store that I, we were talking about it has a bowling alley in it this furniture store does and but what he's meant to the houston uh just the community's been unbelievable you know during the hurricane 
he opened his store up and he any anybody that needed shelter you know so he's got all these sofas and you know chairs and that they just came in they they covered these they covered this furniture but these people came in and they opened their store up and then he hired these people they had this huge parking lot in the back and he hired these people to cook so he had, he provided free meals for the people Amazing. he provided us you know a place to stay never charged him one penny and uh you know he's just a he's just a great guy he's a ex-university of texas football player that many people don't know about but he's just uh he's just a really fun guy you know the so people that left that last part out because everybody was kind of like him a little bit but he's just uh you know he's just a great guy and the people in the houston community obviously love him and obviously he's been very very successful since then and uh well, I know we got a lot of listeners and watchers out there that were disappointed when the Astros lost last night. None more than Magic Mattress Mac. Mac. Magic Magic Mattress Mac. <laughs> it, that furniture guy down in Houston, because he if Houston wins the World Series, he wins. Is it seventy five million? Seventy five million. Seventy five million dollars. Yeah, but you know what he's done, Gary? Yeah. You know, I mean, he's he has. So if you have bought your furniture from him, and Houston wins. That offsets the cost of your furniture, so it's not it's not going to. He's hedging himself. He's hedging himself. He's forgiving all the debt that you would have on your furniture yeah. that you owe him. Yeah. See, if Houston wins, this is like an awesome guy. Yeah. I mean, how's it getting better than that? This is what this is a, this is what. And he, a, and he did it back when I think he got six six point five to one odds. So I think it was about a ten million dollar bet initially. Yeah. Where now he has a chance to win seventy five million. And Gary had a good question at lunch yesterday. Who takes that bet? Well, that oh my God. You know what's interesting? That's he could write a book about how difficult it has been to get those bets down. He has to. He has. He gets. He obviously has his own plane, but he gets in and he flies to these places all over the U.S. to make this bet. So he might. It might have taken him fifty places to make this bet. So he just flies. Split it one, up. Yeah, he flies from one place to the next to the next. Now, obviously, he has some contacts now and some people that will do you know larger bets. Yeah. But uh, he's just a great guy. I mean, he's just a – I mean, you can't help but like the guy. Gallery yeah, uh, Furniture. They sponsored a bowl game. Which one was it? was in Houston? Gallery yeah. Furniture Gallery yeah. Furniture Bowl, yeah. yeah. And so – but just to see where he came from, I don't – you know, people don't appreciate sometimes a guy that just built that himself out of, you know, out of a start underneath a circus tent on the highway. It's unbelievable. It's a great story. It is a great story, yeah. And your buddies with him. Uh, no, I wouldn't say buddies, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. I was going to go get my furniture from him. No, I've got no furniture deals or anything, David. But uh, Still got that sofa? No, the sofas. <laughs> that's a long time ago. I've been married 40 years now, yeah. David. So. Shelly <laughs> doesn't want that furniture no, sofa anymore. Probably outgrown that sofa. David's next question was going to be, can you get him on the show next week? <laughs> yeah. Can you? Uh, Shelly, how do you want us to send your husband home? Medium well or medium or... or <laughs> Well done. He is straddling the heater here. It's pretty good, and isn't but it? But it actually feels pretty good. It feels yeah. pretty good. Yeah, it does. Okay. It's a little almost, chilly this morning. I almost get over by Gary when you to. leave. <laughs> Sit in the you middle. Straddle the heater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we have it. And, you know, it was really, though, a whole lot better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. When I was looking at the weather, I thought, oh, my gosh. And if the wind was blowing, oh, yeah, we're just, it'd be completely different. Yeah. We would, it'd be, but it looks like it's going to be a great night for college football. Wonderful I mean, just, night. Yeah, yeah really Closest does. we've had to what I call football weather in a, in a couple of years. And it's yeah. going to be just the right, just the right size of 
football weather. You know, it's not. It's going to be chilly. You're going to need a jacket, uh, but it's not going to be frigid. It's going to be just to me perfect. Perfect night for football. Yeah. And now, I, who's going to quarterback? So let's, since we're talking football, uh, for Tech. For Tech, I'm I, I would. Baron, I would assume Baron Morton. Okay. Yeah, I, I think Baron Morton will be our quarterback going forward. I don't. I don't think that there's going to be. You know, I I still think that there might be instances where, you know, Tyler gets in the game some and and uh, Evans. Yeah, yeah. T- uh, Donovan. Donovan. Well, Donovan Smith. Yeah. And Donovan I, and Smith. I hope and, they do. Yeah. I, I hoped that when Donovan was the quarterback, I hoped Barron got some snaps. And, and you know, all that. I, I'd like to see those other two kids on, on, the, on the field, too. You certainly like to see Scoobit, I mean, uh, Chuck get a little bit. Yeah. Because yeah. bless his heart. Oh, my gosh. Well, I hope I've covered snake bit. Hurt two years. Yeah. And, you know, I've had a chance to watch him a little bit in the offseason. There's not anybody that's worked any harder. But you know what? If you if you want to see something inspiring, watch the way he interacts with the other quarterbacks as they come off the field. I mean, he's he's yeah, positive. He's always yeah. there. He's encouraging. I mean, he's what you ask for. Well, they're still talking about player. him being a high round draft choice, yeah. And, yeah. and and I think that's part of it is the, the quality of character that this guy has. Yeah, it's All amazing right. to watch him. So five seconds. Hey, Rick, thank you. You're welcome for being here, buddy. We this is great. You. Good to have you on the show. You always bring a lot. Thank you. Big Docs, everybody. We'll be back with more Sports Talk. Sports Talk conversations with a good laugh mixed in. This is the Sports Talk with Bedford and Ashby podcast from Double T 97.3. New coach, new season, same tailgate. Optimum Game Day Live on Double T 97.3. Hey, welcome back to Sports Talk with Bedford and Ashby. And uh, Terry and Linda Fuller are here. We're going to talk to them in just a second. Let me tell you about a couple of things. Benchmark, benchmarkyouroffice.com is the website to go to. You can see everything they'll do for you, and it will amaze you what they can do. They've got copiers, and they tie everything together. But the IP protection, everything else at Benchmark is amazing. Benchmarkyouroffice.com. Go to the Rawls course. You're looking to have a fun time playing golf. You need to go to the Rawls course. If you're having a tournament, you need to have it at the Rawls course. It's first class, I'm telling you. Wonderful facility here in Lubbock. And thanks to JW Services, Linko Distributors in Midland, Texas. If it has to do with the wellhead, it has to do with them. And you want them on your team. These are Red Raiders, y'all, and they will take care of you. JW Services, Linko Distributors, right there in Midland, Texas. All right. Got those done. We're proud of our sponsors. We have great sponsors. We really yeah, do. No doubt. And it, it, you got to have them. Speaking of Midland, Texas, y'all y'all did time in Midland, Texas, didn't you? He did time in Midland, Texas. Yeah, hold I, that pretty close to who? Yeah, I spent one year of my career in Midland, Texas. That was right when I graduated uh, petroleum engineering here in 1977. It was my goal to live and work in Midland, Texas uh, my entire career. And, of course, because that was my goal, I got to do it for only one year of my career. <laughs> It was your goal. And, uh, I got to work single? in lots of other. Uh, yes, I was a and singer. You're looking around, going, "There's not many women down no, there." No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Now, what I wanted to be in Midland, Texas, for was one: you're in the heart of American oil field, yeah. the best place to be. And number two, you're only 100 miles from Lubbock, Texas. You can come back and see the Red Raiders play oh, football, basketball, all of those other things that we like to do. And uh, that's why I wanted to be in Midland, Texas. So, you know, just punishment. I only got to work there one year, and then okay. it was off to Denver, Colorado, and then it was off to Prudhoe Bay, Alaska, and uh, oh my gosh. all kinds of places. Good grief. Well, Alaska, you didn't see hardly any tech events, 
Did uh, when did you start this going to tech events? All right, actually, uh, that you mentioned that that was 20 years ago this fall. It was um, in 2002. I was had this crazy idea. I wanted to celebrate uh, 25 years of being a graduate from Texas Tech, and I decided to celebrate. I was going to go to every football and every men's basketball game that we were going to play in the country that year, and. Uh, and football's easy to do. You know, we were living in, in South Lake at the time, and uh, football's easy to do because it's always on Saturday, so that's not, not that big a deal. But basketball is pretty hard to do when a home game is a 650-mile round trip for you every game on a Monday night or a Tuesday night or a Wednesday night. And uh, at any rate, and football's easy to do because it's, it's easy to get a ticket in those days at the, um, the away stadium. Basketball was very difficult to do uh, because – the visiting teams only maybe get 30 or 35 tickets. Had opportunity to visit with Coach Knight at the time and told him of this crazy idea I had to go to every game. And uh, and could he help me with uh, getting a ticket? And he said, Fuller, you're you're crazy, and I'm going to stop with yeah. the rest of the description. <laughs> yeah. And he says, but if, if you're crazy enough to go to every game, I'm going to have you a ticket. And uh, and I traveled 43,000 miles oh that one year going to ball games. That's had a terrific time. In your bus. Most of them in the bus. Some of them just in my pickup, depending on where I was yeah. going. And uh, did you fly yeah. to any of them? We flew to one game. How about the Hawaii um, one? Yeah. Did you? No. <laughs> we, get your bus <laughs> over there. <laughs> yeah, put it in an oil tanker and just let it ship it over there. Um, now we we ended up flying to the Minnesota game. Uh, we we played them in basketball that year, and we we had just finished playing the Gator Bowl down in Florida. Uh, and beating Clemson, and we didn't have time to get from Florida all yeah. the way up to Minnesota, so we flew up there for that ball game, and then flew back, and then. But now I did picked up on that we word. So well, Lynn, that, how, how much of this? Did, get to go. How much of this did we do, and how well, much did he do? I'd say about ninety percent of those games, I went to by myself. Okay, basketball. Of basketball, Linda comes to most all the football games because it, again, it's always on Saturday. But uh, those midweek games in basketball. She wasn't so much up for that. And I will say this. You can count on Linda for a baseball game, too. Or two. I, yes. Yeah, or two. <laughs> One or two. Every season, you can count on Linda to be there. Yeah, so it, it was so much fun meeting Texas Tech alums all over the country. You know, in those days, in the Big 12, we, we played games in Colorado and Missouri and lots of other places. Yeah. And, it, and in particular, that year, basketball, we played San Diego State out there. We played Wyoming at their place. We played Minnesota. We played in New York City in the NIT, plus that bowl game was down in Florida. So literally, I drove all over the United States that year and hosted a tailgate most every game for Tech alums in whatever city we happened to be in, and it was just a great time. Let me you got to be, you, you be a special person or persons to host a tailgate of whatever straggles up to your, <laughs> your motor home and welcome them with open arms. They got that guns up. They're welcome. There you go. One of the one of the fond memories I have of sending him off occasionally, he was toting our son and some of his Texas yeah. Tech friends, and so they would get on the bus and leave. And if the Red Raiders were playing and there was a flight going to wherever they were playing, I would get on the flight. And that way, there you go. That See way, it. when when we all got to that destination, we were still friends. <laughs> so the adult supervision flew in, 
<laughs> and met him there. She didn't want to watch y'all on the way. <laughs> uh, let me ask y'all this question: What is you, you've been to so many games? Do you have a favorite that something that happened, a game, or that you just go, man, what an experience that was? The greatest, maybe the Final Four that year. Well, the, the Final Four, three. yeah, that was obviously a, a great time and. Uh, one of the things that Linda was mentioning, uh, we took some students with us uh, during that time frame. We went to the uh, the bowl game that we whipped Cal's ass out there in California, yeah, well, we if did. you recall that. And then also the game uh, against Minnesota out in Arizona uh, that we had the big comeback. So yeah. that, that was a lot of fun. But uh, one of the really magic moments for me, and this is, this is just me because you'll understand, um, was winning – the men's national championship in track and doing that yeah. at mm. that little bitty spot down there in Austin, Texas. <laughs> yeah. You can't find a better place to win a national championship than on that turf. Yeah, and that that was wonderful. Linda, did you have a different one? or? I still fondly remember going to play Clemson, that first bowl game back in, what, 2002? Yeah. Um, we always beat Clemson, you know. Because at that game, we were doing our thing, had the bus there. I noticed this young man making a little sign, and he was checking off tickets to the game, these things, these things. And then he had Cliff Kingsbury's signature. And I had just visited with Cliff's mom and knew that she was there and so introduced him to her and she said I will help you get his signature well this young man was also uh, a graduate of tech of course he was studying law in Florida at the University of Florida he was a saddle tramp he and Terry and our son became close friends we stay in touch with that family still and it's just one of those, it's a small world when you're a Red Raider and you're open to other experiences. And yeah. that's just still warms my heart to think of that now, situation. That's so great. And it's just a family atmosphere that, you, that it has. And, you know, it was never better seen. And we've got 60 seconds left here on this second. But uh, back in the days when, when Coach Dickey was the coach here and we were going to Dallas for, to Reunion Arena, right. men's and women, that was, you talk about a family. Yes, it was Red and fun. Yes, yes, and people forget that we are really Red Riders strong in the Dallas Fort Worth area. I will remind those stations. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly well, right. Well, and we're taking over the Midland area the we last are. five or six years. We're it huge. Used in to Midland, be Odessa. sort of divided up. Now it's it's pretty much tech country down yeah. in the Petroplex. All right, we're about to go to another break here. We'll come back. We'll have Terry and Linda Fuller. I think Rodney's going to show up here in a minute. Rodney will wander over here in a little while, and then uh, Debbie McGuire. Debbie right McGuire's calling in. Right after so this break. Get, yeah, I'll have to put headsets so you can hear it. Back with more Sports Talk with Thetford and Ashby. Sports Talk conversations with a good laugh mixed in. This is the Sports Talk with Thetford and Ashby podcast from Double T 97.3. Grilters, a family of real estate professionals, huge uh, residential division. I worked there 
several years and love the people there. Linda Ferguson and now Amy Henry is the principal broker there. Linda's still around, but uh, just a wonderful company. Lubbock owned and operated, and they will take care of you. If you need a home, they've got a huge commercial division now. Some of the best realtors around anywhere right there at Westmark. You can give them a call, 794-6000. Mac Owen, the Owen Group, and uh, he's a good friend of ours, and, of course, he's helped us on our show here promoting uh, he has an advertising business so at 13th and avenue q now wonderful facility there but uh, best bang for your buck he'll get you what you need to promote your company your business that is mac owen and he is the best in the business y'all go to owengrp.com owengrp.com and here's a guy that uh, cody kenzie and james kenzie they own love of truck sales they're the ones that did the big trucks out here. With uh, They still do them for the Red Raider football, for the going the road, and for the going band from Raiderland. They decorate those trucks up, and uh, that is Lubbock Truck Sales, 26 Bay Service Department, and also uh, just a wonderful facility just out on the Slayton Highway, just outside the loop. Stop in and see them. Yeah, you might get somebody a truck for Christmas. That would be a nice gift. All right, David, we got Debbie McGuire on the phone. And the reason we're doing this, Debbie, because you're a baseball person, I'm a baseball person, and baseball people are a little bit superstitious. And uh, we're 3-0 and when Debbie's been on the show. Yes, yes, Which I guess makes us 0-3 when she's not. So So why weren't you on those times? Don't you care about the team? Yeah. Don't do any more. I don't need any more added pressure. <laughs> okay. you're, you're awesome. I'm t- we had so much fun with you and Kim last week. That was fun. I've been telling that story about being scared. Everybody I know, so you can tell Joey. I've been telling everybody. <laughs> yeah, we did We did get some people that had been listening and have given him a little grief over that. <laughs> I know, good. All right, if we win tonight, obviously we're going to have to visit with you from Fort Worth next week. But uh, when's our next home game? The two, weeks two weeks. All right, in two weeks, yep. we want you and Kim yep. to come out here to the out here to the set if you can. Okay, we'll be there. Lead us in Raider power. We understand you have a life, and this is probably not top <laughs> priority. But if you could get out here, we'd love it. And no, we'll we'll be there for sure. This is this is just a unique game for us, so it's going to be fun. Oh yeah, and today is going to be yeah, it's big league game for y'all. Yeah. Have you got to see any of your old friends that have come in? You know what? I haven't. I mean, I've got a ton of our uh, family in town, and um, and uh, so no, I haven't gotten a chance. I mean, I've got a ton of texts, and hoping I get to see some of them. But we'll just we'll just see how it plays out. You know, I got to be at the Raider Walk. So. Oh, that's right. You'll be at the Raider Walk, and then all right. Are any okay. of the Baylor people allowed into into your suite tonight? That's gonna be a no. I'm sorry, but it's a no. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even have to think about that. I know it. No. <laughs> it's just going to be some hardcore Texas Tech fans in there. Okay. Fullers, y'all got a question for our head coaches, Brad? How are y'all? Oh, we're good. We're good. How are you handling all of this transition? You know, it's it's been fun. Uh, it's it's our first time doing this, our last time doing this. Uh, so, <laughs> ever it's it's just been a great. It's been great. You know, I think Joey's been a perfect fit for here. I love it. Um, that's a lot of our uh, Waco friends have reached out, and that's the first thing they ask is, "How do you like Lubbock?" And I I, I freaking love it here. It's awesome. <laughs> Please share with Coach McGuire that. 
we notice, because we're on the east side looking toward the team, that we notice a different stature among the team. They're, they're uh. engaged with what's going on in the field, whether they're on or off. They seem positive. It's, it's a totally different look. And a lot of those players were the same ones that were here last year. He's done a magnificent job. You know, Linda, I, I thank you. I appreciate that. Um, at the lunch room, right? Sorry, right, my daughter's driving. We went to get our nails done to get out of the house. Uh, I knew when Joey, I really did know that our, that when Joey got his chance at a head coaching job, that he would he would do really well. He's got an infectious personality, and and he he loves those boys hard. We, I do too. I mean, I've asked to be at a couple of events on uh, a couple of Thursdays. And Thursdays are our days with our guys, and I'm trying to get to know each and every player. I feel pretty good. I'm kind of doing like a roll call when they come through at the Raider Walk. So um, I, 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 it's it's just a perfect fit. I can't I can't imagine us being anywhere else. Yeah, you, you know we've tried that Raider Walk before, and and it was okay, but it seems to have really caught on this, and I, and I really think that has a whole lot to do with your husband and that infectious personality you talked about because I think people just want to get out there and be a, be amongst it. But it's, it's fun. I love it. It kind of gets the whole, even though it's just a, it's a little early, but it gets the whole day going for me. That's when I know it's almost crunch time. Well, you'll be here in time for Tone. Tone Lock. Are you going to Tone Lock? Tone Lock. Lok. Oh, we don't even know how to say it. Is that how you say it? That's embarrassing, you know. Embarrassing for us or her? Her. Come on. It's embarrassing. Actually, I've only listened to one of his songs, and I liked it. I mean, yeah. Well, he only had two, so it, you know. <laughs> no, I hadn't heard the other one. I might not like it. You can't tell the difference in one or the other. Oh they all sound the same. <laughs> hey. Debbie, we don't want to take much of your time because uh, we know you got important things like getting your nails done and things like that. <laughs> getting all your bracelets on. Takes a while to get all those bracelets on. I, I, I do need to do that. So, yeah, I'm going to be going back into the house to a whole bunch of rowdy nieces and nephews, so that'll be fun. That is Good. fun. All right. Y'all well, are great. We appreciate you. Have a great you. day, but I hope you have a better night. Hey, guys, y'all too. Love y'all. Right. Love you. Good. See you later. You welcome. Wreck them. Yeah, there you go. We got to say that. Wreck them. Yeah. And guns up. Absolutely. Guns up. Yeah, you, you can say guns up 99.9% .9 of the time and be a-okay. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I was at a local bank yesterday with my Texas Tech shirt on, as I always have it on. And uh, the guy in line in front of me uh, had on a Tech shirt. And when he turned around, he saw mine and he said, guns up right there at the bank teller and i thought yeah this uh, might not, not have been the, not the best of timing but yeah <coughs> i know it what about on the other side of them <laughs> yeah we're me mediocre <laughs> yeah well you're right Let's see coach and there, there you go he every saturday he drives by here on that I almost forgot we were on the air. That was Wes Kittley driving yeah, Wes by. Kittley. And he's talking about what great Red Raiders the Fullers are. And y'all are y'all are great. You're great for obviously football, basketball, but those are easy sports to be great for. Y'all are great for baseball. You're great for track. Y'all are just great Red Raiders all around. You know we have coaches here that are above and beyond your coaching standards. I mean, I we I do have some magnificent men who are mentoring young men and young women in their sports 
how to be better people, young adults, for and for life. Yeah. Yes, right. you we have it. the best coaches. I think how blessed you were to have those coaches in your life. You know, Gary and I both had great high school coaches, and Bobby Magel and Joe Mahaka. And, and uh, you know, at the time it was hard. You, you really didn't like them that much. But, uh, you, well, I was one of those on-the-fence guys. Yeah. I mean, I could have gone, over, you know, fall off that way, you go off with the sorry kids. And all that. you this fall off this way, you go with the good kids. So, so Coach Magel helped me at least. Helped you yeah. a lot. And Coach Magel dragged me over yeah, the fence. Yeah, think about who had inspired you. Well, I had a guy by the name of uh, Joe Tubb. And, oh my uh, gosh, a long-time athletic director over here at South Plains, uh, but his very first job out of college was the head golf coach at Amarillo Paladura, and I was a junior playing on that team, and uh, so that was that was when we met. And in fact, that was 50 years ago, I forgot 1972, and uh, I had him at a game earlier this fall to celebrate 50 years of friendship with him invited him and the guy that was the head pro at the golf course to come up and watch a game with us and we had a yeah. terrific reunion so uh he is yeah, one great yeah. man i love joe tough yeah the uh, the only time i ever got a uh, a swat on the bottom <laughs> from somebody while i was in uh, elementary junior high or high school was from joe tub is that right he gave yeah, he- yeah, yeah he gave me a paddling one day he was after, calling licks but that yeah yeah, yeah one time a golf tournament that he didn't particularly care for my behavior, and he got that straightened out. What'd you do, Terry? Why don't you tell everybody? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was uh, it was the last tournament of the spring. I was a junior, and there were um, four guys on the team that were seniors, and they decided since it was the last tournament we were playing over in Pampa, that uh, instead of riding on the team bus, in those days, uh, oh. we would all meet downtown. All four Amarillo High Schools would meet downtown, and we would get on the bus and, and drive over to wherever the tournament was going to be. In this case, it was Pampa. So uh, these four seniors decided that, hey, our last tournament, let's just drive over there instead of riding the bus. And, you know, being a team guy like I was, I said, yeah, sure, why not? I'll go with you. <laughs> and so uh, we didn't bother telling Coach Tubb. We just got in the car and drove <laughs> over there. And... Um, so the bus was waiting in downtown Amarillo, waiting, 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 and five guys from Paladura never showed up. Oh. And uh, so Coach wasn't too happy when he arrived in Pampa and he saw us out on the putting green warming up. And uh, <laughs> so on Monday when so we got back to, to yeah, yeah, when we get back oh. to Amarillo, uh, he warmed us up a little bit. <laughs> That's, you can imagine. Good old days, back when they could oh. beat on you a little bit. You know he was hot, though. They're sitting in the parking lot waiting on you guys, and y'all are already over there on yeah, your way. Yeah, yeah it, was a, it was a lesson learned. Mm. All right, so you golfed in high school. Any other sports? Because you're a big sports guy, all-around all sports guy. What other sports did you play? Or, Linda, did you play sports? No, I, I figured out after junior high that uh, I, was, I wasn't tall at that time. I'm, not, I'm, I'm 6'3 now, but in, in junior high I was a short guy. And I wasn't very fast. In fact, I wasn't fast Slow at all. No. Perfect. Yeah, it was a great. <laughs> it was a great combination for a basketball guy. So, uh, so I changed from basketball uh, to strictly playing golf, and that's all I played in high school. Well, good choice, Linda. Any sports in your background? Only on the casual side. I did not do the team sports. Were you homecoming queen? I cheered. You cheered. 
Well, oh, I, was, I was a cheerleader. Good. I should put it that way. I also cheered. And where'd you say you went to graduated? Amarillo Paladura. You both went to Paladura. Northsiders. Proud North of si it. Oh, yeah. I used to go <laughs> over there. Coach Mahal could say, now pull the bus up closer so we can make sure we don't get mugged. That's what. That's the way. It's really true. It, it wasn't tough, tough. then, was it? Yeah, it was tough. How was it tough? Yeah. Yeah. It was a little tough. Well, were y'all you know tough what? kids? I'll tell you what. I was fortunate when I was going to high school at Paladura. There was still a strategic air command base in yeah. Amarillo, and we went to high school with the students at the high school level from the SAC base. And you talk about an eye-opening, mind-expanding experience because these kids had lived all over the world. And I think that was kind of part of my, I want to see this, I want to do yeah. this experience. And I'm, I'm grateful for that time. They were, they they, it was a diverse group, which couldn't be said about other Amarillo high schools at the time. Yeah. Um, just learned a lot. I'm, I'm picturing Olivia, Olivia Newton-John in Greece yeah. Right, right here. She's over <laughs> there with all, all the, what do they call them, the greasers or the yeah. thugs or the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Paladur had good athletic teams back in those days. I'm telling you, they were they were good. Still, I, could still be. They have been. Well, y'all, we're about done here. Y'all want to okay. anything special? Y'all want to tell the world? Guns up. Wreck them. Wreck them. Yes, I'm going to go with the guns up. <laughs> there you go. How much time do we have, Dave? Ten seconds. Oh, okay. <laughs> that'll have to do it. Then. <laughs> Thank you. Well, we appreciate you. Terry Lindfolder, y'all. Great Red Raiders. Thank you. Thank y'all very much. Sports talk conversations with a good laugh mixed in. This is the Sports Talk with Bedford and Ashby podcast from Double T ninety seven three. This is Optimum Game Day Live. Getting you ready for Red Raider football on Double T 97.3. Hey, welcome back to Sports Talk with Thetford and Ashby. David Thetford and Gary Ashby, and that's Rodney Allison. And so we need to do pick them. Pick them. Pick them. All right. Did I win last week? You tied me. You competed. Oh, I did? You competed. Oh, I forget who I pick after I leave here. I know it. I write them down because I can't, I can't remember. I never know how I did until I get back here because I never. <laughs> I forget who I picked. Hang on, I'll tell you. Y'all were the same. I know that. You right you at were. 500. We were 3-3. Three, three. Three. Let's did we, see. Did we beat you or not? Yeah. We did. We, that's the first time that's happened in a while, isn't it? All right. Or you did good one week. Real yeah. good. Five oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I get carried away. Now, now you, you want to remember back why y'all beat me? No. I took one for the team and took West Virginia oh. so that Tech would win. Oh, Remember yeah. that? That's why they Because won. then we picked the scores, and I picked Tech to win on my score. And who had the closest score? Rodney did. Rodney did. Rodney had 42-21. Did I get a point for that? No. Come on. Yeah, you can have a point. Okay. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> sure. All right. <laughs> and, but I did pick Tech to win 38-27. So, anyway. Uh, but y'all were 3-3, and, and I was 4-2. Kicking there now. Yeah. Yeah. I, wasn't I was expecting to beat him. I wasn't expecting that. Well, that, that was fun. I yeah. hope I do the same. Boy, that'd be tonight. nice to have that tonight. Wouldn't, oh, it? wouldn't it be good? God. All right. Let's see. The Fighting Sunny Dykes play West Virginia at West Virginia. And the Fighting Sunny Dykes are favored by a touchdown. Gosh. Seven points and an extra point. Seven mm. points. And I go first, don't okay. I? Okay. On the road, 
on the road in Morgantown. Morgantown. TCU has been getting – they've been very lucky. I think they've had a couple of two or three quarterbacks get hurt. I tell you what, though, they play the second half. Oh, oh they're good. God. They're good. I, I, I'm going to take West Virginia, though. I'm going to take West Virginia. And you get seven? Yeah, uh-huh. Oh, guys. I'm going to take TCU. I'm going to change. I'm going to TCU. Okay. I just got What's to up, TCU. I think that uh, I, I'm going to take TCU. Did you already take it? <laughs> I was going to smile. Taking right. a picture for right. Chuck. Now we got uh, Oklahoma Sooners playing Iowa State at Iowa State. That's darn near a pickle. It's one and a half. Uh, OU's favored by one and a half at Iowa State. David, who did you take on West Virginia TCU? I took TCU. Okay, all right. And you take, well, gosh. At Iowa State. I'm taking OU. I'm taking OU. I've already written down OU, so. Okay, we all picked All right, Rodney, this is yours, first one. Uh, At Kansas State, Kansas State's favored by a point. Look at these lines in the Big 12 tournament. We just have great games week after week. Oklahoma State. All right, Kansas State favored by a point and a half. You're taking Oklahoma State, State. Okie State. I'm going to take Okie State because – I think they're just better than Kansas State. And I don't know if Kansas State quarterback plays. I don't think so. Okay. But I don't oh, know. Well, that don't, changes everything. I don't keep up with it that close. Y'all both took Oklahoma State plus one and a half, right? Right. Gonna, Kansas State. Well, crap. <laughs> I'm going to take Kansas State. All right. Cincinnati Bearcats at UCF Knights. Why did we put this on our yeah, pick? Yeah, why did why we? Why did we put it on pick? You know why? Why? Because they're both big Both 12. of them are going to be in the big 12. Oh, yeah. Soon, well, I don't know diddly about either one of them. Cincinnati's pretty good. I know that. What's the, what's the well, line? You're 18 and 22 on the ones you knew about. Well, I don't about. know. So no, I don't know. <laughs> <I don't think laughs> hey, you know where I'm really the best is SEC. That's where I'm. Hey, that's my what's story. the line on this? All one? right, we'll get some more SEC. Now. One and a half. Uh, Central Florida is favored by one and a half at home against Cincinnati. Mm. Who's first now? And I think I am. I'll take uh, I'll take the home team. Okay, I'll take Cincinnati. I'll take Cincinnati. And I won't have a clue why. I don't either. Because <laughs> I took UCF. Yeah, I don't yeah. have a clue. We hate him. <laughs> All right, World Series. Like oh. Who's going to win and what's going to be the game count? And we may not know by next week. No. All right, you're up, David. I'm going to say the Astros are going to win and they're going to win it. Uh. Four two. I'm gonna say the Astros in seven. All right. I don't know where you. Well, I'm gonna take the Astros in seven. I'll I just take want, them. I just want seven. I'll take them six. All right. Now Baylor is playing Texas Tech right across there, and Texas Tech is favored by one, two and a half. I'm gonna pick Tech by. You want to make it three? I don't care. Two and a half's good. Okay. I think they're going to win by two touchdowns. Oh. We're going to keep it rolling. Rolling, rolling, I'm going to do the rolling. same thing I did last week. I'm going to take one for the team. You're going to take Baylor. And I'm going to take Baylor. All right. I got Tech. All right. I do, too. I think big. It's the first time I picked Tech. Now, then, the over and under is 62 and a half. Oh, over and under, yeah. 62 and a half. 
We all picked over last week and lost, didn't we? Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm picking over. I'm picking over. Who do you want? Over. I'm going to take over just because you always have a chance with over. How now let's pick the score of the game. Oh. I'm going to is... say Texas Tech's going to win 35-27. I'm going to go 38-28. Thought you were going to say 38-38. I'll go 42. Uh, 42-34. Okay. All right. There we have it. Well, that was fun. That's that was a lot of work on that. Hot day. I'm going to be thinking all this time. That's a lot to think about. I'm going to be tired that right, Rodney, uh, you were supposed to speak last night. Gio said Rodney was um, going to speak, and Rodney has – did you want more money? What was the, what, what was the <laughs> deal? you holding out? Well, I was going to be up and down all night, and I just – I wasn't – my back was bothering me, and I just – I knew I was going to be up and down, so I just kind of took a break there. And, you know, when Kobe speaks and Kobe talks about everything in the Hall of Fame, that's all that needs to be said. And I just usually get up there and give an update on thank the committee and thank people and whatever, but – Gio did that and did a great job, so we got it done. Let me tell you this: starting at five thirty was—I don't know if that was your idea—that's my but idea. It was genius, and because you're eating at six, which is dinner time, especially for older folk, and uh, it's we over, there it's over at eight o'clock. Yeah, that's, that's I thought, great. Thought you did a wonderful job. Really on, great. On that. All the interviews were between six and eight minutes, and I thought it was—it went, it went really good and stayed on course. Who did y'all have from last year that couldn't make? Chris it? Martin. Chris her daughter, oh, yeah, her cool. daughter uh, came down with some cancer things, and so we just uh, inducted her this year instead of last year. Well, and that's another great way to do it, especially if you've got somebody as good as Geo is at asking the questions. Is you control the person because somebody will get up there and they will go. Well, no, that's what you're right. Either they love to speak or they hate to speak, and the people that love to speak are up there a while. Well, I tell you what I found over the years is that even people that hate to speak, and I don't think we're uh oh someone off. We're on the air, and I'll just keep talking like we are. We're still on. You think? Yeah. Okay. I know we are. Even the people that uh, hate to speak, sometimes they'll go on and on and on because they're nervous or well, something, and and, and it, they're speaking from the heart. Yeah. Yeah. But that's just something we control, and we know what we're going to get, so it works out good. It's worked out good for us. Well, well it, I, it has. How, what's anyway, a, job well done, Rod. You, Thank you. Great job. I'm so proud of what you've done at Texas Tech. I'm, I'm telling you, this is better than your playing I'm not career. Leaving. It's better than your playing career. No. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> no, it wasn't that. No, it wasn't that. It was not Listen, I wanted to ask you. I mean, you, you're a guy that just tell you what you think in your SEC. Tell you, tell me how what you think these schools are, how they're going to do once they get the SEC with Texas and OU. If it's in, they can't even win the Big Twelve. Well, they're not, it, it I mean, they'll have a chance because of who they are and who they can recruit. But the people in the SEC got it figured out now. Yeah. I'm just telling you. Uh, yeah. I mean, they we ain't playing. Uh, no, they ain't playing. And I mean, it's big boy football, yeah. and that's just the way it is. And and big boy crowds. And they their stadiums. And I'm not belittling anything in the Big Twelve at all. But every stadium you walk into in that conference, besides maybe Vanderbilt, Mississippi State. Or a hundred thousand people. My gosh. I mean, it's it's just the way it is. And their offensive line and defensive lines at those schools are men. I mean, they're the premier people in the country. And so, I mean, it's just right now they're the, the SEC's ahead of the game with uh, above yeah. everybody else. No, they are. 
And the Big 12's coming. I, I was so well, this has been a phenomenal year here for this conference. And we don't good. talk too much about all the stuff that um, the commit new commissioner's doing and all that. But Kirby loves him. I mean, he thinks he's going to yeah. make a huge difference with the Big 12. So. He's like a marketing guy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He, he's a yeah. Well, you know, Scubanex uh, was the chair of that committee yeah. that you know maybe that was involved with picking the commissioner, and so they were looking for something a little bit different than that stereo, that typical commissioner type person. They put somebody in there that I think's cutting edge and looking to the future of college really? athletics. So, Thirty seconds, by so, the way, or something. We'll see. I can't are you remember. sticking around or are you leaving? No, I gotta go. No, got to go. It got the heater here. You got the heater, man. <laughs> no, I gotta I be somewhere in just a little bit. Got to yeah. take care of Donnie Anderson. Oh, we could have had Donnie on. He couldn't get over it. Oh, good. we've had fun with Donnie over We the really years. have had fun with Tell him we said hello. All okay. right, back with to finish it up here on Sports Talk. You've been listening to the Sports Talk with Thetford and Ashby podcast from Double T 97.3. Catch the show live Saturday mornings from 9 to noon on Double T 97.3 FM or on the Double T 97.3 mobile app.